From do the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. It's a Thirsty Thursday. It's a big Teddy takeover on Ken LaVica Live. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. We got the Dominican diva, Jeanette Javier. What up, though? You, you keep saying Thirsty Thursday. Like, you got plans to get wild tonight? I don't, actually. I'm anchoring tonight. I'm anchoring tonight, so I don't get off till midnight. And at that point, my fiance Ashley is going to tell me to take my ass home and and, and go to sleep. What so a no. fraud! Is this, this is a thirsty Thursday? I'm like, oh, okay. It's a thirsty Thursday for everybody, though. It's always going to be a thirsty Thursday. John, just... what are you doing on this quote unquote thirsty Thursday? I'm actually anchoring tonight as well. <laughs> oh, where? At uh, WPTV and Fox WL29. WFL29. I can't wait to tune in. Yeah, that's actually, we've never heard of that station. <laughs> I'm going to go split screens here. <laughs> I would love, hey, you should come in. We should do a, a duo, man. It wouldn't be your first time on WPTV. Uh, a lot of people tell me I have a face for TV. <laughs> Who? Uh, your what, mom tells what, you that? What, what's so funny over there? Who tells you that? Who's ever told you that? I mean, oftentimes, plenty of people in the elevator here at our very own Charlie Point Tower. That you force them to talk Uh, in, so they're probably like, "Get away, get away!" Plenty plenty of our coworkers here. It's probably two or three times a week that I do hear it. Yeah. No, yeah. and well, they're like, you feeling better. I think you have a face for radio. <laughs> well, nah, I, I knew it was coming. That I don't appreciate. Yeah, that's the low hanging fruit. Yeah, that you yeah, decided cool, to go man. <laughs> she went for it. You're supposed to say too easy, man. It's too easy. It's too oh, easy. Well. Oh well. You know what's an easy decision, Stone? Going to Baptist Health or Orthopedic Care. I mean, it's the easiest of easiest decisions. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? You need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines resources of experienced physicians in leading edge treatment and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care's offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Woo! Um, I can't believe DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook still don't have an NFL home right now. It's interesting. It's interesting. We can pontificate on that one all day. Ah. I just feel it, it kind of caps out the, this new era of NFL we're going into. Feels weird, right? Right. Like the, the quarterback era is done. All yeah. we have is like Aaron Rodgers. That's it. He's the, he's the last uh, bastion of that generation of quarterback. Once Aaron Rodgers finally hangs it up, like who's going to be the wily old vet? That like who's who's next in line? As far as Russell being the Wilson, old I one, I guess it would be the Wilson. Russell. Would be the Matthew Staffords. Of no, the Matthew league. Stafford's done. He's out. He's cooked. <laughs> oh, are, come on, guys. He's cooked. He's cooked. Show Don't, some respect. You're hanging on to that, and he's cooked. He's a Super Bowl champion. I know, but he's cooked. He's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, but his that arm is nothing. spaghetti right now. His, <laughs> like, he's done. He's old. Speaking of the turning of the tides, though, I was watching First Take yesterday, and they had brought Joe Hayden on, and Joe Hayden went through his top five <laughs> hardest covers, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm, I'm actually really interested in this. And he brought back the times. Yeah. Number two, he went with Megatron. Number one, he had Antonio Brown being the hardest cover. Yeah. Number five on his list was Julio Jones. Like, like he rewound the clock a little bit. I, I It was interesting to me because although Antonio Brown's been through uh, pretty much everything you could possibly go through in a bad way, 
Yeah. He was the number one hardest cover for a guy like Joe Hayden. So it brought back the time instead of the Justin Jeffersons and the Jamar Chases right now. Like he, he showed some respect to his elders. Well, I mean, guys, well, his age. Generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But to the elders. What I will say is, man, that Antonio Brown Hall of Fame like discussion and decision, that's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a weird one. I mean, I think it shouldn't be. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer by play, but so many times these Hall of Fame decisions, there's the morality stuff and. I mean, there's examples to go off of, too, right? The Chad Ochocinco's, the Terrell Owens. Like, we, we do this time and time again. Antonio Brown's just throwing his name and in, in, in to that category He's of so guys. He's so good, though. He's so good at football. He was the number one hardest cover on Joe Hayden's list. And that list, like I said, was Megatron. It was OBJ. It was Julio. It was all these guys. He went with AB. So, it's again, going back to the turn of the tides, I think we're in the middle. Like, within the next season or two, it's going to be absolutely... None of these guys are going to be back on the football field. All the old guys, right? It's going to be a new, it's going to be time for the breakout. We have absolutely so, we got some some good guys to pass that that baton. So many too. good guys. Yeah, it's great. It's a great time in the NFL. It's a great time in the for NBA sure, too. But it's definitely like you it's know when different. you move into your you just turned thirty. Yeah, you're going to see a group of people that you hung out with every day for a while. Be like, nothing happened. It was just that time is over. Yeah, we move on to the thirties. The new season. A hundred percent. It's a new season, new decade for me. And I'm killing it this decade already. I'm killing it, baby. Listen, 30s are great. I'm having a blast, and I'm 32. Yeah. I mean, this is it. This is my prime right now. Well, not yet. I think when I hit 40, that's when I'm going to hit my prime. I pull out the fedora, have no, a little No, no, don't ever yes, do fedora. Yeah, a little Freddie no, Coleman no, no, no. action. Fedoras are not good. Fedoras <laughs> are ugly, and their cheesing should never be used. That, that's don't you 32. ever step into a Latino country and wear a fedora. I don't think he plans on doing I, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's... Specifically is what I had in mind. I think you okay, look I'm phenomenal just, in a fedora. Obviously, obviously fedoras you. piss me off. They trigger me. Why? Open Don't do it. What, Open. what if fedoras do, do it. you? Don't do it. They just look tacky. What? They look tacky you, and just not good. Have you seen Dean Thomas in a fedora? No. Oh, that guy. That, I mean, they're honestly, good. There lies the problem. Yeah, you got to see it. You got to see it to feel it. Very high key. I haven't met any. I haven't seen any guy in a fedora and be like, hey, Andre 3000. You don't surround yourself with the right kind of men, apparently. Yeah. Uh, you know how many people, men I've seen in a fedora? I doubt you could put a fedora on Jimmy G, who is my number yes, one you hottest can. guy. Oh, my goodness. He can and, rock a fedora. Uh, he probably can, but I'd be like, mm, you've looked hotter. <laughs> I Look at Lou Riddick right now. Throw a fedora on that man. <laughs> And that man is, is going places. If, if you know what? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This is my offense some people. If you're bald, put a fedora on. You're going to look better. <laughs> Listen, I will, photo, I will Photoshop yeah. after the show a fedora on Jimmy G's head. And I will have you questioning everything you're saying right now. And please do that for JJ Reddick, too. And I will, ooh, little yeah. Peaky Blinders, JJ. Like, this thing works. Theo, I can totally see you pulling it off as Don't well. Don't do it. Thank Just you. please stay out of the Caribbean. Specifically, the Spanish-speaking islands. <laughs> What's gonna happen to me if I wear a fedora there? Because you look tacky and cheesy, and nobody likes it. But what if it's I have like going to Mexico and wearing a sombrero? Don't do it. Our fedoras. It's not the analogy. I there. don't think it is. Yes, it is. Wear a fedora Thank because you. you'll look good in it. Thank you look sophisticated. You look no, like you're you pontificating don't. on a lot of things yes. quite frequently. I don't think that's how you use the word. I mean, it is. That's why I'm throwing it in there for yeah. the third time now. It works. <laughs> it works. It works here. It checks out. You know who would really who does rock for doors and looks good in him is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yes, sir. Michael oh, Jeffrey no. Jordan. Yeah, he can't. He can. He's bald, so maybe he has that. But that's it. Oh my gosh! You just said if you're bald, throw off a door on Michael Jordan's bald. I, you- I, I will lean into that, but that's it. I'm not saying he looks the best. He might look better. Well, he's looking better today because he's a lot richer than he was a few days ago. Uh, Michael Jordan. 
who sold his majority stake in the Charlotte Hornets, still a part of the staff, actually still the lead decision maker on who the Hornets are going to draft at number two overall, which we've learned Scoot Henderson is now the favorite to go number two and not Brandon Miller. When Michael Jordan bought the Charlotte Bobcats back in the day, he spent $275 million on the team, right? He acquired an NBA franchise as the greatest of all time, first player to really like uh, he's he was the goat and then he became an owner of an NBA franchise did it with 275 million dollars Michael Jordan sold his majority stake most recently this week and Stone do you want to guess how much ballpark I guess you already know Jeanette do you want to guess ballpark how much he made when he sold his majority stake in the Hornets this week three billy that's what the team was valued at three billion but he didn't sell all of it, so he would have to – it would be less 1. than – 1.5 bill. Okay, there we go. Stone? It's a little over $2 billion. Michael Jordan made a little over $2 billion with the sale of the Hornets, which he bought in 2010, which is more than, according to this Joe Pompolino Pompliano. Pompliano. Joe Pompliano, who's a sports and business guy on Twitter. You can follow him at Joe Pompliano on Twitter. He says that's more than he's made in 40 years with Nike. He made more this week by selling his majority stake in the Hornets and still staying on than he's made in 40 years with Nike. I think that says less about how much the Hornets are valued at and more about how much Nike has been getting over on Michael Jordan because how the hell do you spend four decades literally creating a brand with Nike, literally making Nike what it is today, and he's made less than $2 billion on that? It's kind of weird. Yeah, the math doesn't add up here. When you look at uh, Charlotte, right, they've never won a playoff series. They've never finished higher than a sixth seed in the East. Mm. The fifth worst winning percentage in the NBA since he took over in 2010. Like Everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. You're watching guys get injured, like the LaMelo balls and the guys that you invested in, that young core. And you sell the team for $3 billion, and you almost make a little over $2 billion. Crazy. More than Nike. I mean, the math don't math here, but at the same time, it's the new era of TV deals, all the rights that you can sell, and just MJ being a part of it, the value, the attendance has gone up. It's a tricky spot, but shouts to MJ for getting another bag. That's that last sentence right now there. Congratulations, MJ, on selling a product that nobody else wanted to put money down but still found to find a way to make a lot more money but, than we will ever be. And congratulations on not buying a trip to go visit the Titanic. Yeah, that's too. He could have spent his money uh, in, in worse ways. It's probably on his radar. What is our Ocean Ocean Gate update? Is there any Ocean Gate updates? Uh, they found debris by the Titanic shipwreck, and now um, sources are assuming that it imploded mm. when they were going down, which uh, means that they It was passed. a quick death if that it happened. It was a quick death, exactly. That's the pressure... A- the pressure well, when they were going down in the water, probably like a valve or something broke, so pressure came into the submarine, uh, the tube, and everybody just squeezed to death quickly. Why are people so invested in this story? Because it's we spoke about it yesterday, and I'll give you kind of like the high level. It's like the irony of all ironies mixed with a bunch of ignorance and stupidity. Okay. Um, the irony that they went down to see the Titanic, one of the most historic shipwreck, right. killing about 1,500 people, changed cruising and boating life forever. Well, plus five now, but yeah. Yes. Um, they go down, and then they are... I love that. That's funny. Oh, it's a really good one. 
It happened. Like, I mean, the Titanic has now killed over 1,505 people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like plus five. Simply, it's the Titanic's fault. The Titanic, if it wasn't for the, the Titanic, they wouldn't the have down. <laughs> right. The lower class people missing That's what drug them down there. Jeanette's hey. right, though, and you're asking the right question because this is what I've been being asked. The hell is this newsworthy? Like, I don't why, understand why we but, keep but, talking about like, it. Jeanette had some of the good reasoning. Like yeah. we are focused, and especially in the state that we're in, like water rules all. Like this has a lot to do with boating, marine biology, all of that kind of stuff. But for yeah. me, it's more so newsworthy because it's a loss for the Bitcoin guys. It's a loss for the Elon Musk, right? The guys who are so smart and have so much money and feel like they can do whatever they want. Like, you get slapped in the mouth right here. Yeah. And I think uh, it's a, a lesson. Percent. I think it's a lesson that we all can take. Not that any of us are ever going to obtain the amount of money that these guys had. Yes, but we are. Money, I wouldn't spend it like that. Money, money doesn't rule all. And I think that's the Amen. beautiful irony in all of this. It's almost poetic. And it's sad, it's sad to say. It's super sad to say. Like, it, I agree with it. There was poetic? So, no, and it is. And the it, way I there was a both, this is poetry. This, it is for me. It was from like from definitely from a class that is what Stone was talking about. There was a boat literally a week before holding seven hundred migrants just fleeing, trying to find refuge in a, for a better world. Yeah. Nobody gave a poop about what happened to that boat. Unfortunately, many of those died, and they were just trying to seek a better life for them. Yeah. These billionaires actively paid and went out of their way to sit in a tube to go down two miles in the ocean with more pressure than space when they shoot you up there. Yeah. And r run by a game controller, a Logitech controller. I wonder if he passed the sticks once he realized he, he messed up. Like, oh, my God. Here, you try. Yo, yo <laughs> pass the sticks, bro. You're screwing this Just up. press B the whole time. See what happens. <laughs> Put a cheat code in like it Grand Theft Auto. It is absolutely a poetry on what people think about class and how much power money has. Like, your money at the end of the day has no power. Mm. It does not save you from ignorance. Looking at money and thinking that you can get away with stuff because you're a billionaire. And ultimately, I don't know if you guys step into faith, but like God's creation, don't test it. Very simple thing. Yeah, I, th I think and a they lot went of people all of it. I think I a lot of people have the, the take or, or their narrative wants to be spun along the lines of, that money could have gone elsewhere. That's another thing playing into this. Like yeah. people, people, people pocket watch all the time. Like I think that's what we're doing in a spot that's like, like this. a million dollars. It's a quarter of a million dollars ahead to go down there. And four people went along with the CEO. So that's a million. That's literally one million dollars yep. spent. And listen, Theo, many of grade. them aren't even. The whole purpose of this trip is essentially just to be sea level with the Titanic because you can't even see the shipwreck from the little ten-inch hole that's sitting right above the toilet yes, in the shipwreck they're holding they were holding monitors of the cameras huh. that were outside of the tube during the titanic yeah so we are getting better view of the shipwreck 4k on national geographic at least i have a 65 inch tv Ooh. i literally watched a titanic was that last a flex? night what a the hell bit, was yeah. that was that a flex all of that to say, I had a I better... I went to 72. She's flexing inches here on Ken Levick Alive? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> on today, on a day like today where we're missing Ken, yeah. we're talking about size we're, and inches talking, and everything. Hey, it's not about the, the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. And there we go. Look at us. The quality. The quality of my big-inch TV <laughs> is great. And I enjoyed it last night. Watching the Titanic. Yeah, Ken called it pretentious, and I think that's what it is, right? Because we talk about seeing it through a 10-inch hole. Like, this is what you're paying a quarter of a million dollars for. It's pretentious. It's it's almost it's like stupid. you're going to, when you come back, when you surface and come back up, 
and, and touch the soil and, and you're at a bar and you're looking at the guy on the right, like you're going to tell people I saw the Titanic, right? Yeah. Like I'm one of 10 people who has done that. That's true. Like you didn't see the Titanic. You saw a uh, 3D or a 4D hot laser leveled monitor screen and then you got to peek out of it. I don't know even know if there's a no. light on outside of the the titan like this is it's very pretentious not yeah. only that but the irony of like you're you're looking at this peephole looking at the titanic and what are you getting a nice whiff of as you're looking out the window everybody's pooping pee oh yeah from dropping down in the uh, ocean so i you spent never... all this money to see the ship and you're you're getting the smells of all that like get out of here you're stupid you know what sucks the most is if that thing did implode before they got down there they never even saw the ship it's... oh i'm sure they saw the ship I, that's, I think they're, they're going. I think they're hanging out with it right now. Oh my god! If they were hanging out with the ship right now, they would have been found. Obviously, no, been... I'm, I'm talking about how they're dead and they're hanging out with the ghost of the Titanic. Right oh now. yeah, I yeah. think the, the real moral of the story here is the Titanic still got it. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like oh and two. I mean, they're two and zero. Oh. The Titanic still horrible. got it. The Titanic is is still that guy. That's the moral of the story here. Father Tom couldn't couldn't stop the Titanic. <laughs> I think that's the moral of the story that we gained from all the, of this. The, the, the Titanic tried teaching us a lesson, man. Yeah. Don't mess with water. Don't mess. Be safe when you're on water. Make sure you get the lifeboats and everything, and you're ready in case you want to join the water. If not, you're going to screw up. And guess what they did? Yeah, they screwed up. Uh-huh. I think everybody's done their part, right, in, in feeling bad for them yeah. and, and talking about how I tragic it is. I the 19-year-old And, like, you want to talk about ignorance? Ignorance Don't is you taking your 19-year-old yeah. son on this tube that is not prepared to handle human life form. Yeah. But you're blessed enough financially to take your son along on these experiences and these trips and these journeys and alongside you in life. Like that, maybe that was his thought process. Like can't knock a guy for that. Like if you got the money, do it. He's 19. He's experiencing things that we never have and we never will. Well, well he, guess, if you want to talk about death. If you want to talk about sons, <laughs> well, too, we'll, look we'll, at the stepson of one of them. Sure. You know, um, he looks like a complete tool. And I think Cardi B did it best when she gave her opinion. <laughs> I would oh rather be poor God. and know I'm loved. Then rich. Oh my goodness! And feel like just waiting on somebody to pass. He got into a rap beef with Cardi. It is. It's crazy. All of the stuff that's come out of it's this. Wild. Honestly, couldn't care less. Dude, he was tweeting at Blink One Eighty Two when he was at the concert looking for sympathy. So weird. It was so wild. I thought he. Then he also like tweeted at some um, OnlyFans girl. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He gave. Say, her, pray for my family. But you look great. Right. He gave her that you are perfect. And then he had tweeted like four minutes earlier, please give your, your prayers and regards to my family in this, in this tough time. You know what I would do if that were, girl, if I were going super dark humor? Reply to that, slide into this DMs, get a ring real quick because that boy about to be a billionaire. That's of true. Of course. 100%. Of course. I mean, everybody's goal is to marry an OnlyFans model. It's just like exactly what you sign up for in 2023. And then good for that only model. Maybe I need to be an OnlyFans model. I won't, but... Speaking of, has, has anybody checked the Mariah Mills since her Twitter account got deleted? She actually joined Stephen A. Smith's live YouTube thread <laughs> no. yesterday. She joined the I show and, and was and was chatting in the uh, chat box. Uh, what is going on in 2023? I don't know. Uh, if you want your future to be brighter than those of uh, the 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 well, the Titanic deep divers as well as the OnlyFans girl there, well, you're gonna want to listen up to this. Ken Levick Alive is presented by. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, they are helping you to get to your dream job in sports. And I'm talking about like a legitimate job in sports, not what we're doing, the nonsense we're doing on this sports talk radio show. I mean, front office jobs, talking about respectable stuff where you're not going to be talking about and hoping to get a paycheck and discussing 
Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian's relationship like Ken Levicka does all the time. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. You can take courses online or on campus in beautiful Boca Raton. 22 years of doing it, the standard in terms of postgraduate sports management degrees. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. It's Ken Levick alive. Ken's out. Snip, snap. That's Stone. That's Jeanette. I'm Theo Dorsey on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. No, that's right. Big Teddy Takeover on Ken LaVica Live. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 with Jeanette Javier and Stone Labanowitz. No Ken today. Hey, you know, when I was about to leave the crib this morning to come here, I was like, yo, it's a little chilly here. Like, I you know, I had to run over to the, to the thermostat. It's a little chilly in the crib, and I had to tick it up. My, my fiance, she loves it on 71 degrees. I had to tick it up to 72 just to kind of, you know, I'm, I run warm. I run a little warm. I guess I run cool, right? That would be the saying there. I run cool if I need to warm it up some. That's it. I hear that all the time. Right. So my problem this morning was that it was a little too cool in my house. My problem just over a month ago was my AC was on 85 degrees, 86 degrees, because my AC stopped working on me. And that's the day that I learned that EDS is yes. I had an emergency. It was 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock p.m. I thought it was too late to get a fix. My fiance was stressed out. She's at home. I had to go to TV and anchor that night. I couldn't figure out how to get it done, so I shot a text to Ken Levicka. I also shot a text to my guy, Jeff Greenwald, and they told me, to give a call to the guys at EDS. We had an emergency technician come that night. Not only did they repair my AC and get my house back down to the 71 that my fiance likes. I'm a 72 fan. He likes 71. But also, they got me on the gold plan and got me going with EDS. EDS is yes. You've heard Ken say it. Well, you better believe it. And you better listen up because it's summertime. If your AC goes down, you're going to want a trained comfort specialist. We're talking about a company that's been doing it since 2006, family-owned and operated, a trained comfort specialist, and it's hard to stop a train. It ain't getting no cooler outside. You see the weather reports. Make sure your AC's ready. EDS Air Conditioning, EDS is yes. Call 561-316-8799 or go to edsairconditioning.com. You know what's cooling down right now? Especially, especially for Heat fans, and especially for just fans of the NBA, is the trade talks around Dame Lillard. Like, we got a report yesterday that Dame Lillard and the the Trailblazers have shut down trade talks, and yet still we're getting reports this morning, like what we got from Brian Windhorst on Get Up, that teams are going to be shooting their shot at Dame Lillard, especially ahead of and during the NBA draft today. In this situation, an arbiter might say it is the absolute correct decision for Portland to draft Scoot Henderson, that getting a player of this caliber at the number three pick is better than any player that they could acquire via trading the pick. And anybody who would look at Dame Lillard in his early 30s 
who hasn't had success the last couple of years, who asked them to go a different direction and they draft anyway, would say to him, it's time to go. I think if a couple's counselor came together, he would recommend a split. Portland isn't admitting that, but the rest of the league knows it, and they're preparing their offers for what happens in the next 24 to 72 hours with, with how Lillard uh, might react to them going forward to making a draft. All right, so here's, the, here's what's going on right now with the Portland Trailblazers. They don't want to be the bad guys and just ship Dame Lillard out of town. Dame Lillard doesn't want to be the guy to have to ask for a trade and leave Portland, the city that he set up shop in, and he loves and he wants to win a championship in. Both of them want the same thing. They want to be able to bring a title to Portland. But Dame Lillard is 33 years old. He's starting to face his own basketball mortality, and I think this is the offseason he finally will decide to head somewhere. We're hoping it's South Florida. We're hoping he comes to Miami to become a Miami Heat. But he just wants to go somewhere to win. He wants to win a championship. The Blazers have the number three pick tonight in the NBA draft. Here's the crossroads. If the Portland Trail Blazers don't trade that pick, if they select Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller, I think that's when finally Dame Lillard will be free to request that trade, right? Because, like, he's covering himself at this point. He wants to be traded. He wants to move on somewhere he can win. He can make it look like the Blazers are the bad guys by, by not trading that pick and selecting the guy. And then he can ask out, right, Stone? Am I, am I ahead of myself here? No, I think this is what he set out to do originally, right? I, I think if you were to ask him eight, ten years ago, he wouldn't have said this is how he wanted it. But a lot of the times players build up so much goodwill that you're allowed to do these things. So yeah. I, I don't think anybody in the outside world or even the casual, the casual NBA fan is going to think that either of them did each other wrong, but now it becomes strictly business. But like I said, Dame's built up enough goodwill that he can ask out when Scoot gets drafted or whatever they do with that third, and, and nobody's going to bat an eye about it. I, what's most annoying to me is, is the uh, Trailblazers propaganda pushing that uh, they've shut down the trade right. talk and, and Dame wants to stay in Portland. I think this is just step one in the process of him leaving. We got the same with Tom Brady, right? Wants to stay in, 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 in New England. New England yeah. and, and we saw how that went down. He's obviously yeah, built up uh, enough goodwill and whatnot. It's, it's the same spot that a lot of these, these 30 – these mid-30 veteran in, in all the leagues can can get into. So I think Dame's sitting in a safe spot, the blind spot. Hopefully tonight it becomes South Florida. It's PR. It's PR right now, Jeanette. You, you, uh, do, you, do you admire the loyalty that Dame Lillard has shown the Portland Trailblazers, or are you more on the side of guys like me who I'm kind of sick of it? And if he's going to be a serious superstar in this league, and he's, if he's going to be a guy that wants to be a guy that leaves a real legacy – I'm like, get serious and go to a contender. Which is more admirable to you, him asking out or him trying to stay down? I love this question because I go down a, a, I go down a hole with this. I love the loyalty. And mm. that was my biggest kind of beef with the whole LeBron James decision. I thought you were going to say Dwight Howard. I, I literally felt like you were going to say Dwight Howard, but keep going. I was doing completely fine. I'm sorry. I hate Dwight Howard. I see that magic hat on. You no, see- don't. He said loyalty. Stone, he, tell him to back up. Oh, tell he couldn't win a ring with the Magic. He had to yes, go join the likes of LeBron James to get himself a ring. Drop yeah, it. No. Are we done? We're not done. Dwight Howard Hall of Famer. No! Hall of Famer Dwight you Howard. You guys, I swear. You Pro better basketball. Send One of the greatest dunk contest showing we've ever seen. No. Dun, 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 dun. When he put that cape on. Dun, 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 Gerald Green thought he could blow out a cupcake and that could top Dwight Howard Superman. Pretty dope, too. Out the booth. I was there. Really? In New Orleans. Yeah. Stop! Are we done? We digress. I'm not done. I was. So, (laughs) when LeBron James and the decision happened, 
I feel like that was an era where loyalty was done in the NBA. Because he sets the precedent. I love that. Theo, where do you stand on loyalty? Like, how big is that to you? What I was going to say is... <laughs> I love loyalty. <laughs> Who's like, I hate loyalty? I just exactly. want your answer. Uh, I love the loyalty part. And that's something I've always admired about Dame Lillard. He was one of the few NBA players, potential first ballot Hall of Famers potential, that's still with his team and rides with his team. But at the end of the day... It's like Chris Paul. I want him to win a ring. Yes. And that's what I have with Charles Barkley, my favorite NBA basketball player of and all time. And your dog. My, Charles Barkley the second, absolutely. Yep. But I hate that always the conversation. Charles Barkley, an amazing talent. I'm f- I'm flicking stone off with both my fingers right now. Because <laughs> he called your dog, dog ugly? I didn't do yes, that. Yes, he did. I've Club thrown Charles stuff. Barkley ugly? Dude, Is he a bulldog? multiple times. He's like a multiple bulldog, right? Times. No, he's not a bulldog. He's a mutt. He's a husky shepherd mix. One brown eye, like? one blue eyes. I feel like I've seen some pictures. He is so much cuter than both of y'all put together, okay? <laughs> oh, I don't wow. want to hear well, that's it. That's true. Not unless he puts on a fedora. I was about to oh, say. God. I would never. My dog is way too elegant for a stupid fedora. Jeanette's big on loyalty. Theo, where do you stand on the loyalty side of things? I think loyalty, the I'm, way that me off. Dame Lillard does it, it's gotten a little old. It also, uh-huh. it also mm-hmm. feels but personally, like though. Personally, for you in sports and stuff, like where does where do you where are you with loyalty? No, no, I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not a big loyalty guy in sports. Jeanette, Obviously, was, you've Jeanette, been a was, fan for the Chiefs. I was trying to set him up. Yeah, I was trying to you set him that. up, and then he knew what was going yeah. on. He, he sniffed it out. Of course, <laughs> I'm not a loyalty guy. You know what? I'm a I'm a you hear that? You hear that? Guy. Theo's fiance. You hear that? He's yeah. not a loyalty guy. Well, we're we're gonna become one. So. We're going to be, you know what I'm saying? Good save. You see what I'm saying? We're you getting married. We are one. You always yourself in the weirdest ways. What? What? what do you mean? You just went, actually, it's I can cut matrimony. that out. I can clip Please. on uh-huh. the fact that he said, I'm not a loyalty guy. Uh-huh. No, don't yes. clip that. <laughs> oh, he saves it. Yeah, yeah, don't save that. He just hit the button. Is that the button to save stuff? That is the save button. I don't like when people do things that I'm, uh, don't hit the button. Well, then right, then you go on the underboard. Stone, <laughs> uh, loyalty means nothing to you, I presume. <laughs> Yeah, of course not. He likes LeBron James. He's, he's he's that typical Gen Z thing where he's a fan of players. Loyalty in my personal life means everything to me. For sure. And then when I when I cross over to sports, it means absolutely nothing. Well, you're loyal to Aaron Rodgers I'm and loyal. Baker Mayfield, mediocrity. Yes, I'm loyal to plenty of ball players, and I think it has to do with kind of fighting the power of an organization, Fight of the power. guys in charge. Yeah, so I support my guys. I support one of the probably the greatest quarterback to ever wear number twelve, and we know who that is, and we talk about him quite frequently. And Tom I definitely Brady, love that. Joe Montana wore sixteen. Uh, Mitt, Joe, what's his name? Joe name Namath. Yeah, <laughs> it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, lo- loyalty's big. Dame, he's timed this up well, though. Like I said, he's built up so much goodwill that he has free range to do go. whatever he wants. And Portland's going to give him whatever he wants, and if they don't, NBA fans are going to riot. It's going to get ugly. It you should. Think- you think Portland Trailblazers fans would burn Lillard's jersey? They no, will not. No. There's right? absolutely I feel like they, they, they no can. matter they what can. he does or what he says, they can't do that. Exactly. It's off limits. Uh-huh. Yeah. He he's done it the right way, for sure. And and he loves it there. And I'm sure when he retires, he's probably going back to either Oakland or Portland. Uh, but he needs to have a nice little stay in South Florida. We'll see if the Heat can make a big swing um for Dame Lillard or somebody. Like the, is it okay? Like the Heat can't trot back this same team next year. And the problem is Pat Riley said that actually verbatim. Right. That he's okay he's running okay this thing it. back yeah. with the current they roster. Can't. They can't. I asked uh, Stone and Ken this yesterday. Would you give up Bam for a day? No. Not I would After, like, nobody in this studio has had anything positive it would have to be about Dame Bam plus. until y'all were facing. It would have to be Dame plus something, honestly, to me. To get rid of Bam. It would have to be Dame plus. Dame plus what? What else you got? Okay. 
I think that's where I'm at. I mean, Dame Lillard's career, he's also a 33-year-old point guard next year, right? Like, he has, what, three, four more years. He's had some injuries the past couple of years. Like, I wouldn't give up on a guy who is a defensive player of the year candidate perennially. And also, he, he showed us this playoff run. He's He's got something in the tank offensively. He's not going to be dominant, but he's kind of like Anthony Davis light on offense. No, I think that's I think that's perfectly accurate. What's most interesting is I, I don't think it has anything to do with or our judgment or where we stand on answering that question has anything to do with on the field or on the court yeah. stuff for Bam. It's really off, right? It's what he's become to the Heat team. It, yeah. It's it's how they yeah, developed him. Never mattered to you in the guys Heat at all. Culture and so Heat culture it, matters. We could definitely do, do without him in a dire situation if we were placing the minutes with Damian Lillard and you brought Ooh. in a similar big. Like you can get rid of Bam, but just like I said, the culture. Everything that they've done for Bam and who he's become to the city, no, he's here to stay. Also, so much of the Heat's offense and defense cycles around Bam out of bio. Yes. Like he frees up the shooters, right? He puts some rim pressure on on offense, and then defensively, everything goes as Bam goes. I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't part with Bam, not just for Dame uh, Lillard, but yeah. Uh, do you or a loved one suffer from snoring, Stone? Yes, Jeanette. Do you find that you're losing your own night of sleep? or even changing rooms here and there? Yes. Sometimes. Well, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he's been treating ear, nose, and throat patients in Florida for 25 years. In addition to being the nasal and sinus expert, he also treats patients with snoring and sleep apnea. Located in Boynton Beach, Dr. Goldhaber's state-of-the-art in-office procedures will help you improve breathing and nasal symptoms got ear, nose, and throat problems, well, they're often the cause of snoring. Schedule an appointment so you can breathe better today and sleep better tonight. Visit goldhabersinus.com or call 561-734-3636. That's 561-734-3636. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, what we're talking about when we come back here on Ken Levick Alive is, well, we've got to figure out what the Heat are going to do in this draft. They've also got the number 18 pick tonight. And what you're willing to part with, actually, outside of Bam Adebayo. It's a nice hypothetical, but what you're actually willing to part with on this Heat roster to make sure you bring in another superstar and a number one scoring option. That's Jeanette Javier. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Theo Dorsey. We're live on ESPN 106.3. Now that's a vibe. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I think Stone got started with Thirsty Thursday a little early. A little early, man. We're supposed to wait till we get off the show to start. Now that's a vibe. The hell is that? It's a vibe. It's a vibe. You know it's a vibe? When you're a little achy, a little sore, and then you pull up to the perfect spot to get you off the mend, to get you feeling right again, stone out. Now that's a vibe. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? You need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. 
Learn more by visiting baptistheld.net slash ortho. I got a Ocean Gate update if you guys are still intrigued by that oh, story. That's where my, it's been ru- ruining my life. Okay, here it is. Here it is. We already knew that there was debris that was found. Sky mm-hmm. News reporting. This is a tweet from Philip Lewis who tweets, you know, just straight facts all day on Twitter. Sky News reporting that the debris found in the search for Titan was, quote, a landing frame and a rear cover from the submersible. <gasps> so. Oh, they gone. So yeah, it sounds like sounds like implosion to me. Which yeah. is the best way? For sure. Cuz for a while we Yeah, thought, man, you can't ask for anything more. It's a great way. You want a quick one. If you if it's going to happen, it was going to be quick regardless. There's too much pressure down there. Your body was going to cave. It was going to take a solid second or two. No, but people were saying that they might run out of air. It would have been worse if they were down there stuck in the Titanic debris running out of air trying to get back up. That's a long, slow, painful way. But a quick little boop. That's nothing. You don't even you don't even know what happened. Well, they got the full Titanic experience. Yep. That's true. That is just awful. Jeanette. Awful. Too soon? That's too soon. That we one's way out. too soon. We oh. just found out. It was 15 minutes ago that tweet was sent out. Oh, can't wait to see what the step some billionaire says. Oh my gosh. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be unhinged. Okay, so look, so so before we, we got about a couple minutes left here. I don't feel sorry. The NBA draft is tonight. I, I get it. I mean, they spent a lot of money to to go on a rinky dink. And while you're out there, go go find some refugees that need help. Yeah. Come on. It's silly. It's goofy. But look, the Miami Heat have some big decisions to make tonight. Are they going to swing for the fences or are they going to run it back? So let's just go around the room right quick. Check the temperature. I know, Jeanette, you're not a Heat fan. You're a Magic fan. I was diehard supporting, though, during the fight. Exactly. So you care. You care about the success of the Heat. Fraudulent support, I thought. I'm a diehard Heat fan. You, Stone, are... I don't even know what you are today. He's a LeBron James fan. I'm a journalist. And I'm... What the hell are you guys laughing at? What the hell is so funny over there? I'm a journalist. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I I, I know how to act professionally. I don't show any bias towards anybody. I cover them all equally. Stone, you Uh just said Aaron Rodgers is the greatest number 12 ever. I have a very good argument. What's your argument? That he is one of the greatest quarterbacks to wear number 12. Yo, we if you said he is the greatest. If we had more time, I would obviously break it down and get into detail. <laughs> no, no, no. We got time. Thankfully, we no, don't. We Thankfully, we don't. There is no explanation, so I guess next. So We've got time. No, we don't. I mean, because I can't wait to pound those guys. <laughs> and, and <laughs> oh my God. I, I think that's what... Yeah, I mean, I, I'll fight for him again. Just today's not the day. Now's not the time. Yeah, I think we'll get into it. If you ask him any questions about Aaron Rodgers, he's going to fail him. I, I win. I win five of seven in my Aaron Rodgers trivia. You in, lost? Yes, you I, did. I, I, somebody still won some Rapids tickets, but uh, I did better than Jeanette did in Star Wars trivia by the numbers. Note that one down there, Theo. You lost at Star Wars trivia? I did. Yeah. All yeah. right. Just gut feeling. Do the Heat get Dame Lillard Stone? I'm going to say yes. Okay, Jeanette. That means yes. I'm going yes. I think that Lillard's been using them as leverage to maybe try and stay in Portland and win a chip, but I don't think the number three pick or anything that the Blazers have is going to bring back enough to get Dame Lillard a championship in Portland. I think the Heat get it done tonight. They're going to get Dame Lillard. So long to the 18th pick. So long, Tyler Hero. Duncan Robinson, see you later. Sayonara. See you in the finals, maybe, if you guys can figure it out in Portland. But the Miami Heat are going to swing for the fences to get Dame Lillard. So they're going to keep Max Strews? Maybe. Maybe. Max is so gone. That's Jeanette Javier. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Theo Dorsey. You have a good Thirsty Thursday, baby.